Hello everyone, welcome to the Simply Nikki Show. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the Flint, Michigan water crisis eight years later. Yes, you heard me correctly, it's been eight years, okay? I'm going to give you a backstory on how the Flint, Michigan water crisis came about, the impact it has on the people in Michigan, and what is being done now, eight years later, now that we're in 2022. Water is life. And this is not just happening in Flint, Michigan, okay? It is happening in all states within America and globally. And it is sickening to me that this story, like so many, are swept under the rug when it comes to who is being affected by these crises, all in the name of making profits for their pockets. So stay tuned, sit back, and relax. Enjoy this episode, and please share if you like. So before we get into this backstory of the Flint, Michigan water crisis, I want to give my experience on to how I was introduced, like so many of us, was introduced to the Flint, Michigan water crisis. And when it came about, I was in college, and when I was hearing about it, being that Michigan is close to where I am, I felt helpless because I'm just like, how is this happening? Why did it happen? How did it come about? And why eight years later still nothing being done, you know? And when I got into the story, my teacher said, let's do a project. Whatever project you want to do, choose whatever. And I said, I want to do a project on Flint, Michigan. Long story short, I'm into the project. I'm researching, researching. It's a bunch of cover-ups for me, okay? And it's a lot of hands in the cookie jar that ain't supposed to be in the cookie jar, Okay? And when I say it's profits for those people's pockets, that's exactly what I mean. It's a lot of powerful people at play that know they're in the wrong and chose not to do anything about it or wait till the last minute till everybody got affected by it. And when I was in the story researching doing this project, I learned that none other than our former President Barack Obama went to Flint, Michigan uh, when this was all about during his presidency, his second term. And it's a clip on YouTube where he is at the town hall meeting with a secret service at the podium. And the residents of Flint, Michigan is there waiting for their president to give a speech, say what they're going to do about the situation and whatnot, right? And when I tell you, I was watching this clip as I was doing this project I was working on, trying to understand how this came about. Our former president, Barack Obama, had the nerve to, before he even started, he introduced himself and everything before he even started. You know what this man did? He had his podium, you know, his presidential podium right there. And he said, I think I want something to drink. He brings out a glass of water. It, it looked like some water that his Secret Service had that, you know, that they gave him. And he drunk it in front of the residents. And when I tell you, you should see their face. When he did that, they said it was very disappointing to him. How dare you do something? And when I seen that and I presented that project, this project to the class, and I told my professor, I see him differently, that was the day. I had seen them differently, and I haven't looked back since because I was so disheartened. Like, whoa, so we on that? We going to do that? We going to make mockery of our people? 
you don't have to be come from the communities. You don't have to be affected personally, directly, for you to have human decency and for you to make migraine. You know what the people in the town hall said? They said, no, don't, don't let him drink the water from his glass. Go get the water from the water fountains where the, the lead and the dirt and all type of stuff come out the fountain. You drink that water. You don't drink your own water that you brought here to make a mockery of our situation. How dare you? The president of the United States did that. And when I seen that, I said, wow. Y'all think this is a joke. And to hear, eight years later, what it's doing to the babies, what it's doing to the residents of the Michigan community. When I'm talking about people had headaches, residents had migraines for days. Stomach aches from this stuff. Kids are high increase, in, increase in special education. They're being affected. Their brains are being affected by this. They're not functioning the same no more after drinking that lead before it was even certified, even heard about that hey we need to ring the alarm on this until somebody found out so one of the residents found out said something ain't right here they want go when was you gonna say something when was you gonna say something and you have your president again bring a glass of shot glass of water that he probably got from his secret service allegedly drink it in front of you you're kind. You're a race of people. And said, mm, I think I want some water. That water good. What? And they said, no, no, no. You get the water from the water fountain. I want you to drink the water we drinking. Because the water you drinking is your water. And quite as it cares, a lot of water in America and globally that is affected by lead and all type of stuff. And we're going to get into that. The environmental injustice that goes on that. People say they for just for all to get your vote. And then when they get in office, they don't do nothing about it. Yeah, the ones that want to act like they woke in front of the camera and behind the scenes. They just chilling with their feet up. And when the rapper J. Cole said, I feel like Obama ain't did nothing for black people. I mean, I mean... Was he wrong? Was he wrong? You make it fun. Then after doing that, after the visit in Flint, Michigan, you're going to have the military come in. Going to have the military come in and militarize the Flint, Michigan communities. What they do to that? When the residents say, I'm seeing tanks on the train rails. On the railroad tracks coming down my city. And I wonder why the heck they here. Because. We going through a crisis. You going to put another crisis on top of the crisis we own. No. So I don't want to hear one president better than the other. I don't want to hear that. Because I'm just like. How can that be? And when I was going through the story, I'm like, this is mind-blowing. Nobody said nothing about that. But the people that wanted to criticize the former President Barack Obama about that, it was very hush-hush. 
because we can't make that person look bad. We can't say nothing wrong because we're going to offend a lot of people. And a lot of people in my community, it was just, he was just the greatest of all, he's the greatest of all time. Be careful who you put up on, on the, on the podium. Be careful who you, you worshiping, I would say. You know what I mean? You can have your opinions and your critiques of things. That doesn't mean you hate somebody. You know what I mean? It's just, it's like, oh, you hating. No, I'm just critiquing. Because we're on this uh, black representation and that we need representation all around. But it's like, who are the people that's representing our people? It's like, everybody that's up that ain't right either. So just because they got a token skin tone or they got the same skin tone as you, they, they should be up there just because? Because you want to see your own self through the TV screen? Because you want to see your own self running the country? It's more than just that. Okay, we got that. Now what? We got that. We got the news anchors. We got the, the all that. Now what? Then you come back years later, oh, they corrupt all this stuff. Now you now you want to see the light. No. I was just like, but when I seen it, I said, uh-uh. My discernment just couldn't just couldn't just go past it like I ain't just hear or see that. And and I just I was I told my teacher, I said, look, I didn't like that. That was that was something else. And when you do that. Ain't nobody, because it's on the internet, it ain't going away. Ain't nobody going to forget that, especially people in Flint, Michigan. You were in there for eight years in office, and it was in your two terms, and it started in April of 2014. It was eight years. It's eight years later, y'all. And it's just like, don't be blindsided. About all that outside stuff. Look within. Just like they say no matter. Looks going to deceive you. What your soul tell me. Is what I need to know. Can you sleep at night. I don't know how people could sleep at night. During that stuff when this happened. When this crisis continues to happen. And you sleeping at night. Peacefully. Knowing your pockets fat. I don't understand it. Then my whole mindset changed ever since. I said, oh, no. Pull everything. See behind the screen. Don't be looking at that little uh, stuff that they tell you. Don't believe everything somebody tell you, show you, or what you see. Look beyond it. Don't, oh, I seen it on social media, so it must be true. No, you got to research. You got to research, baby. You got to research. So you know what's going on. Because when that happened, I seen the light. I seen the truth. I seen what's not being said and all it. And that was just my backstory on it. But that's how I was introduced to the story. So let's move forward as I give you some key moments from the Associated Press. Associated Press that was created in January 12th of 2021. On the key moments in Flint, Michigan, lead tainted water crisis.
I'm going to be reading an article from the Associated Press created on January 12, 2021 on the key moments in Flint, Michigan's lead tainted water crisis. It gives a timeline on when it started and where it's at right now, so let's get into it. The Flint water crisis began in 2014 when the city began taking water from the Flint River without treating it properly, contaminating it with lead. In April 2014, to save money, Flint begins drawing water from the Flint River for its 100,000 residents. The move is considered temporary while the city waits to connect to a new regional water system. Residents immediately complain about the water smell, the taste, and appearance, and they raise their health concerns reporting rashes, hair loss, and other problems. Now, I'm going to say this again. In April 2014, because it started in 2016, now it started in 2014. To save money, Flint begins drawing water from the Flint River for its 100,000 residents. The move is considered temporary. The residents immediately started complaining about the water smell, the taste, and appearance. And they raised health concerns, reporting about rashes, hair loss, and other problems. Like I was saying in the beginning, they was talking about stomach aches they couldn't eat people was losing their hair people were reporting about migraines and headaches every single day and how it was affecting the children as well in January of 2015 Detroit offers to reconnect Flint to his water system but Flint leaders insist the water is safe I'm going to repeat that again Detroit offers Detroit Michigan Okay, offers to reconnect Flint water to his water system. They wanted to merge Flint, Michigan water with Detroit, Michigan water. Okay, the system, water system. But Flint leaders insist the water is safe. See, they thought they thought they knew it all, but they didn't, because it was just what profits for their pockets. And in September 24th of 2015, a group of doctors urges Flint to stop using the Flint River after finding high levels of lead in children's blood. State regulators insist the water is safe. You, you see how it's not correlating from January to September. Okay? It's too long. Now, months later, in 2015, the doctors urges Flint, Michigan to stop using the Flint water after finding high levels of lead in children's blood. Do you not understand how dangerous that is? How deteriorating that is for the children in the people's body is in their blood. Charge number one. Like, come on now. September 29th, 2015, the then governor, Rick Sender, pledges to take action in response to the lead levels. The first acknowledgement by the state that lead is a problem. Can we go back to the timeline on the article? Now, it's said that on April 2014, when it all started, when the Flint Michigans began drawing water from the Flint River for its 100,000 residents, the residents were talking about how the water was contaminated. Some ain't right. Okay? So they can't say the people didn't say nothing. 
January 2015, the Detroit offered, this is Detroit, Michigan, offers to reconnect Flint to its water system. But the Flint leaders insisted the water is safe. They said it was safe January 2015. The doctors even urged Flint River that they need to stop using that water, that, that the Flint, Michigan needs to stop using Flint River water because it was high levels of lead in the children's blood. But they said it was safe. That's the second time they said it now. We went from January 2015 to September 24th, 2015. They said the water was safe. It was two times. A couple of days later, after September 24th, on September 29th of 2015, then the governor, Rick Sender, hope I'm saying his name right, the f- made a first acknowledgement that by the state that the lead is a problem. After the doctors, licensed doctors, the scientists, everybody want us to follow. Y'all didn't even listen to them, okay? When they was trying to tell y'all it's lead in these babies' body, in their blood. They said, it ain't no problem, it's safe, it's safe, it's safe. Oh, no, it's not. I guess some heat started to come on, you know. October 2015, Cinder Snyder, I would say, announces the state will spend $1 million to buy water, water filters, and test water in Flint public schools, and days later calls for Flint to go back to using water from Detroit's system. See, this is the problem. This is the problem right here. Y'all was using the same system with Detroit and Flint. Detroit and Flint was using the same water system. And somebody that was new said, oh, I see a prophet in, in this, this river they got over here. That was already contaminated. And the resident said, I, I, it, it don't look right now. I'm trying to tell y'all this. The doctor said, oh, it's safe. It's safe. Don't worry about it. But but you got Snyder, Governor Rick Snyder, announcing that he's going to spend $1 million about water filters to test waters in the Flint public schools. And days later, calls for Flint to go back to using water from Detroit system. December 29th of 2015, Snyder accepts the resignation of Department of Environmental Quality Director Dan Wyant. And apologizes for what occurred in Flint. Hold on, why why are you resigning, Snyder? Because you know this is why I don't like what people say they don't got the power. No, it's they it's they fault. They the one in control. No, it all goes federal, state, local. They all connected. You know what I mean? You know what's going on. And if you don't know, you're not supposed to be in that position of power. Because you see, everybody seem to know what they talking about, what they doing, and that they all about it, about it when they running from campaign trails and always in your face. But I was saying, oh, I didn't know. But you, you sounded so good on the trail. You sound like you knew what you was talking about. You're going to get this done. You're going to get that done. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to make sure this is right. We care about people. We care about children. We care about all this stuff. But you don't. when you get in, you're kicking up your feet and you're not caring. 
And then you start having your hands dirty. Then you want to back trail. Then you want to say, oh, something wrong. So your neck could be in the mix saying that you was trying to help when you really didn't. Now you want to resign. Okay? Because you know it's a problem. So January 5th of 2016, Snyder. Let me me go back, y'all. This started. The Flint, Michigan water crisis started and was detected that it was a crisis. April 2014, follow me now. This is two years in the mix. January 5th, 2016, Snyder declares a state of emergency in Flint. The same day, federal officials confirmed they are investigating. A week later, the Michigan National Guard begins helping to distribute bottled water and filters. On January 14th, 2016, Snyder, a Republican, asked the Obama administration for a major disaster declaration and more federal aid. The White House provides aid and an emergency declaration on January 16th, but not the disaster declaration. Hmm, why is that so, former President Barack Obama in your administration? Because they they gonna try that oh this party bad this party good all that yada 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 stuff. Cause just like they said Snyder was a Republican. I mean it, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Cause you see they ain't saying about Obama administration Democrat. Did they say the party? No. Okay. Doesn't matter. Is when it's something you either right or you wrong. It's not about party. It's not about who who did this more than the other. Did you do what was right when you had the time to do what was right? That's the question I'm asking myself here. And that other people should be asking themselves because I, I don't understand how you can declare. Snyder Republican asks. Can, can y'all please uh declare a major disaster declaration and more federal aid? Okay. You do an emergency declaration. First of all, you wait two days later to de- declare. I mean, they didn't wait two, they didn't wait it two years after the thing had already kicked off in 2014. So I don't know why they act like why they're acting like they so up on it when they already behind after getting so many warnings, getting so many so many warnings on this was something's wrong it needs to be stopped and it needs to be noted and it needs to be said in a public view but no they tried to hide it i understand why the former barack obama administration president barack obama administration did not declare a disaster because this is a disaster okay on January 15th of 2016, then Michigan Attorney General Bill Shewitt, y'all know my pronunciation off, okay? But he begins an independent review, okay? First, we went from an investigation on January 5th of 2016 into January 15th of 2016, they did an independent review. On March 23rd of 2016, a governor-appointed panel concludes that the state of Michigan is fundamentally accountable 
for the crisis because of decisions made by environmental regulators. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is who changed the water system and the flow of the water, okay? The regulators of the water system did it, okay? April 20th of 2016, two state officials and a local official are charged with evidence tampering and other crimes in the state attorney general's investigation. The first charges to come from the probe. August 14th of 2016, the federal emergency declaration ends, but state officials say work continues to fix the drinking water system. Okay, they, they just waiting too long. As you can see from my page, how you see how it jumped from April 20th of 2016 to August 14th. Okay, they don't care. Never did, never will. December 10th of 2016, Congress approves a wide-ranging bill to authorize water projects across the country, including $170 million to address lead and flint's drinking water. Okay, we at the end of 2016, okay? You see how... Oh, baby. Um, okay, I'm going to continue. December 16th of 2016, congressional Republicans closed a year-long investigation faulting both state officials and Environmental Protection Agency. December 20th of 2016, Shewitt charges former emergency managers Darnell Ely, Early and Gerald Ambrose with multiple felonies for their failure to protect Flint residents from health hazards caused by contaminated water. He also charges early Ambrose and two Flint City employees with felony counts of false princesses and conspiracy to commit false princesses in the issuance of bonds to pay for part of the water project that led to the crisis. I'm so sorry about messing up the names, but I hope you guys are following me on this matter. On February 17, 2017, now, now we on another year, y'all. The Michigan Civil Rights Commission issues a report that finds, a, that finds systematic racism is at the core of problems that caused the water crisis in the majority black city. I mean, you think? And what took y'all so long? Ooh, okay. This, I'm sorry. This is making me feel my emotions all over again of the anger, of the lack of I don't care about you, the lack of, oh, you can do it by yourself, the lack of we knew years ago, but we're going to act like we can now type of sentiment. And I'm just not the ball being dropped. Like, y'all just, just didn't care at all. That goes from across all boards, all people in, included, except for the residents, okay? Not them, but the people of power that could have did something and just chose to sit back and chill and wait. And I got to go flat and travel and own your taxpaying dollars while all this going on. And still, allegedly, their bill... Which is not alleged, but their bills, the Flint residents' bills, were high, 
even going through this water crisis. They still had to pay the water bill and all that stuff while they was going through this. Crazy. So where was I headed? Okay. We on 2017, y'all. March 27th, 2017, the water lines in Flint homes will be replaced under a landmark deal approved by a judge. Who the judge? Okay. A landmark deal. Anyways, June 14, 2017, Michigan and Human Services Director Nick Lyon is accused of failing to alert the public about an outbreak of Leon Leonary's disease in the Flint area that some experts believe resulted from the poorly treated water. Again, y'all, I'm sorry for messing up the names. He and four others are charged with involuntary manslaughter. Okay, I'm going to need y'all to work on that involuntary, involuntary manslaughter. We're going to get to it. I'm going to hold off my, my rant. The state's chief medical officer, Dr. Edward Wells, is charged with obstruction of justice and lying to an investigator. Y'all, this is serious. I'm going through the timeline, which is printed by the Associated Press. And as I keep going through the time, I'm getting, I'm getting high. Okay, because I'm just like, this was this wasn't even put on the news during the time. This was not even put on the news. It was just, oh, uh, oh yeah, let's do breaking news. Yeah, Flint got a water crisis going on. We're gonna show y'all how the world look like. Yada yada yada. Gonna show the press conference of President Barack Obama at the podium, and then we're gonna cut right there. We're not gonna tell you what happened years and years was ongoing. See, they doing timelines over here at Associated Press. They was already putting files down and they, they ain't said nothing. Because, again, it's, it's I don't care about who is being affected, right? Everybody want to go slow, but when it's on their time, we got to go fast. You know what I mean? All that other stuff. He and others was charged with he and four others were charged with involuntary manslaughter, okay? And the state's chief medical officer, Dr. Ed, Eden Wells, is charged with obstruction of justice and lying to an investigator. In April 2018, we in another year, y'all. Just hold on with me, okay? Snyder ends Flint water distribution, saying the city's tap water has improved. Oh my gosh. How had it improved? How did I'm sorry. I don't know this I don't know if y'all can under, I hope y'all understand and follow me because this is just a bunch of BS coming out people mouth. How you gonna end a flint so you just stop distributing water? And you gonna say out they mouth the city's tap water has improved. <sighs> the tap water has improved. Four years later, in 2018, it just it just magically, miraculously got better. Okay, we're going to go on to another month. July 19, 2018. 
A federal watchdog calls on the EPA to strengthen its oversight of state drinking water systems nationwide and to respond more quickly to public health emergencies like Flint's. The EPA says it agrees with the Inspector General's recommendation and is adopting them expeditiously. There go that word. Um, but they never moved expeditiously. Because we, we, we four years late from, you know, from 2014. And y'all ain't moving fast enough for me. Now y'all say, oh, uh, I think we should, you know, actually listen to the people in these communities. Because, yeah. I think they may be on to something. Something's not right. I mean, the doctor did say that the baby had lead in his blood. What else do you need to know? You mean to tell me for all these darn generations, centuries, y'all ain't been checking on the public health water system? Don't even get me started. Not just the water system. It's the food. It's everything. Like I said, it's who being affected, impacted is what is at play. I will play with y'all lives, but our lives, we gon' matter. Hint, hint. You know what I mean? Huh. I'ma calm down. Expeditiously. Okay. So we went from July 19, 2018, talking about the federal watchdog calls on the EPA to strengthen its oversight of the state drinking water system nationwide, right? And actually adhere to the public health emergencies. Um, so now we're in another year, which is January 7, 2019. Leanne Sketcher Smith, Michigan's former drinking water regulator, pleads no contest to a misdemeanor. Distribute disturbance of a, of a lawful meeting and a Flint water investigation. Smith had been facing felony charges. Including involuntary manslaughter. Now y'all gonna have to start with the involuntary. You guys, this is not Simon Says. This is not. Oh, I just, I kind of didn't do it, but I kind of did. I don't like it. Okay, I don't like it at all. Now we're gonna move on to April 16, 2019. Todd Flood, a special prosecutor who spent three years leading a criminal investigation of the Flint water scandal is fired in a fallout from the discovery of 23 boxes of records in the basement of a state building. Mm, skin hot, skin spicy. Okay, we're going to move on to June 13, 2019. Prosecutors dropped all criminal charges. Hold on. From April to June, it was that fast? Y'all ain't even roll out. The darn paperwork. You didn't even. You didn't even send out no, no, no warning, no subpoena, nothing. How y'all get out? How y'all y'all even get into the investigation yet? You just dropped the charges like that, okay? Prosecutors dropped all criminal charges against eight people in the Flint water scandal and pledged to start the investigation from scratch. Solicitor General Fadwa Hamid who took control of the investigation in 2019 in January 2019 after the election of a new attorney general says all available evidence was not pursued by the previous team of prosecutors. Hmm. 
Okay, gonna move on. July 29th of 2020. I remember 2020. Yeah. The Michigan Supreme Court says Flint residents whose health and homes were harmed can proceed with a lawsuit against officials for decisions that caused the scandal, a crucial procedural step in long-running litigation. Again, I know y'all going to laugh at my, my words. I'm trying to pronounce it here. Okay, if I talk too fast, it ain't going to roll right. Um, on August 20th of 2020, this is the summertime when everybody was marching and protesting stuff. Yeah, they was doing stuff on it, doing everything else, distracting us, and this stuff was going on. Uh, I would have really liked to hear about this, too, because not only is this the Mississippi River, Okay, close to home over here in Michigan. I need to know what's going on with the water. Okay, August 20th of 2020, a $600 million deal between the state and the residents of Flint harmed by lead-tainted water is announced after more than two years of negotiation. And on January 12th, the Associated Press reports that former Michigan Governor Rick Snyder, his health director, and other ex-officials have been told they're being, they're being charged after a new investigation of the Flint water scandal. I got a question, and that was January 12th of 2021, okay? I got a question. After reading the timeline and stuff, I'm very curious of all them criminal charges being dropped. So, we gonna get into the update on the investigation that they had on the former Michigan Governor Rick Snyder and his health director and other ex-officials that were being charged and so much more. So, we gonna continue this rollout, okay? Now, let's get into why those criminal charges were dropped towards the officials and the people that knew and had their hands in on this water crisis. Now, this is an article according to DailyMail.com, which states the Flint officials will not face racketeering charges over poison water crisis after Michigan Attorney General disbanded prosecution team who had been building the case for three years. This was created by David Avery in the Daily Mail, on January 17, 2022. In brief stating, Michigan State Attorney General Dana Nessel disbanded the prosecution team. The team had filed 15 charges against state officials over nearly three years. Many of the officials were re-indicted on various charges for their role in the crisis. But the racketeering charges filed against at least four officials were dropped. Financing for the buggled water supply switch is thought to be fraudulent. Hmm. It is believed over 100,000 Flint residents were affected by the water poisoning. You think around 20,000 children were affected with many suffering major health issues. Okay, I smell a rat on the case. Let's read the article, shall we? A host of Michigan State and Flint City officials 
implicated in the Flint water crisis will escape racketeering charges after the state attorney general disbanded the prosecution team working on the case. Michigan's attorney general, Dana Nessel, Dana Nessel in 2018 fired the top prosecutors and investigators who were a part of the three-year-long investigation under the previous Attorney General, Bill Shewitt. The team had already filed criminal charges against 15 Michigan State and Flint City officials, including four officials charged with financial fraud thought to be behind the public health scandal in which up to 100,000 people were poisoned with tainted water. This is sad. And they have pictures on the Daily Mail showing the pictures of the water river, the pictures of the residents at the town hall holding up bottles of how their water looked in their homes, everything. It states also, it is believed that anywhere between 6,000, 6,000, well, I need to get my words right, and 12,000 children were exposed to drinking water with high levels of lead due to corrosion of the water distribution system's pipes, with some suggesting as many as 20,000 were exposed. There is no safe level of lead. It can harm a child's brain development and cause attention and behavior problems. That's why they say now, after reading and giving the eight-year Eight year later update that the children who are in classes have high rates to now fit fifty percent of special education needs because of what happened them dealing with this water crisis fifty percent and it's high after scientists the doctors warned these people years ago that it was letting these babies blood. Okay, and it's catastrophic health concerns lasting for decades. So the lead poisoning in water, whether it's in Flint, Michigan, across this world, across this country, it's not oh just a little lead. You know we're gonna try to fix it, and we're gonna keep continuously giving y'all water bottles, and y'all gonna be just fine, and all this good. No health is wealth and this is why who's being affected is important because ain't no way no baby nobody not baby adult elder whoever should be going through this you're messing messing with people's ongoing health problems this is not just gonna affect children now they're talking about decades later health catastrophic damages consequences that will do to their bodies from having lead poisoning in their water having it contaminated a total of a hundred thousand flint water customers fell ill And the results and deaths from this water crisis of at least 12 people in 2014 to 2015. It's crazy to see the bottles of water 
looking like tea. Some people bottles of water looking like black coffee. Some people bottles of water looking like the Red Sea, looking like Kool-Aid. Some people bottles of water looking green. I just, I just don't understand. It's frustrating to me. And I said, let me do an update. Because just like many other stories, it get posted one minute. Okay, it's a hot topic. Let's talk about it right now for the moment. Because, you know, everybody attention span is short. And we're just going to sweep this out on the road, but we still going to be doing things behind the scenes. Not cool at all. And some 57% of Flint's 100,000 residents are black and more than a third live below the poverty line. In November 2021, a U.S. federal judge ordered $626 million must be paid to Flint residents whose water supply was poisoned by lead. Most of the money, the $600 million, is coming directly from state coffers, which was accused of repeatedly overlooking the risks of using the Flint River without properly treating the water. A Flint resident, Melissa Mays, a 43-year-old social worker unrelated to council chair Eric Mays, said her three sons have had medical problems and learning challenges due to lead. And a lot of this, as she states, is not covered by insurance, which includes getting medical care, getting tutors, things to help the children. And attorneys, this is all according to DailyMail.com, are also seeking as much as $200 million in legal fees from the overall settlement. The deal makes money available to up to 20,000 Flint children who were exposed to the water. Adults who can show an injury, certain business owners, and anyone who paid water bills. Like I told y'all earlier, they was paying their water bills during this crisis. Why do I have to pay a water bill when it's y'all crisis? They didn't do this on themselves. They didn't just wake up one day and say, let's contaminate our own water. About 80% of what's left after legal fees is earmarked for children. Again. After just reading this, it's just like, it's, it makes me want to cry. All right, I'm already emotional about it. Because it's not just Flint, Michigan. This has also affected the Mississippi residents. When that winter weather happened in February of 2021. With Texas, the state of Texas, Mississippi, all down south. Their weather affected their water. And this is what I mean by environmental injustice. 
which is referred to according to Daily Mail is a term that refers to disproportionate exposure of African Americans to pollutants in the air, water, or soil. And it says on here, on the DailyMail.com article, which I'm going to go to, go into on what are the health implications of lead poisoning. Because it's not just in the cities. It's in the public schools. And Flint Public Schools. It's in a lot of public schools. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into it. It's in the schools. It's in the waters. Who to say the bottle was are even safe for them to keep using and boiling every day to wash up, wash their hair, do all this stuff, use it for food, etc., etc. When they have their children, when they have their families, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually being affected by this water. This water, some God put on this earth being contaminated by man-made. I don't appreciate it. It's sad. Not man-made by man. And it, why would you switch your water and not test it? And get constant warnings that it's not good for people. It's not like people just seeing the water just coming out looking all bad didn't say nothing. Out of cautious and concern, what's going on with my water? I wake up one day and it, it looked like this. Yeah, I'm going to say something. Be ignored. Oh, it's safe. You're fine. Go back to bed. Don't worry about it. Tuck your kids at night. Do your normal activities as if what's happening ain't no issue. So according to the Daily Mail, what are the health implications of lead poisoning? Lead poisoning occurs when the metal builds up in the body. First, that's just scary to me. Next, children younger than six years old are particularly vulnerable as such poisoning can damage their mental and physical development. In severe cases, lead poisoning can be fatal. I don't mean screaming at you, I'm just, as I'm reading, it's just, it's, it's, okay. We're going to continue. Lead poisoning is often caused by exposure to contaminated paint and dust in water, air, and soil. And y'all always be constructioning, putting drills down the water, throwing stuff in the water. I'm going to continue. Okay, symptoms include learning difficulties, irritability, loss of appetite. Weight loss, vomiting, constipation, seizures, and hearing loss. Aside from removing the source of contamination, treatment includes medication that encourages lead removal via urine. Sorry, it's going to get a little graphic. Blood lead levels higher than 5 micrograms is considered abnormal in children according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, that is the CDC people. As of 2018, some 535,000 children in the U.S. were thought to have at least, at least levels this high, the CDC adds. The source was the Mayo Clinic.
Blood levels, blood lead levels higher than five micrograms is considered abnormal in children. So can you imagine that even being triple times even more than five micrograms in them children's blood when that when them doctors was telling these people officials, hey, y'all need to stop what y'all doing, okay? And and fix our water system because y'all messing up these babies' blood. It's lead in their blood. Come on, come on. And y'all want me to sit here and act like I ain't upset? When it's, 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 it's cookies in different jars being played with, with people lives and they saying this stuff could be fatal. And as of 2018, which we in 2022, and they talking about some 535,000 children in the U.S. were thought to have at least levels this high. Five, three, five. Comma zero zero zero. It's a lot of children. Why was this not being plastered? This goes to show, and this was the CDC report that was in twenty eighteen about how many children had high levels of lead in their blood. Five hundred thirty five thousand. In the U.S., I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And for these state officials that try to remove these charges, these criminal charges, is ridiculous. And how the only person to be convicted in relation to the Flint water crisis is Corrine Miller from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, who was sentenced to a year. Listen to me, y'all. Hold don't hold it down now. Who was sentenced to a year of probation, three hundred hours of community service, and fined twelve hundred dollars. That is one thousand two hundred dollars. Many residents now. Other city continue to drink bottled water to this day, even though the water system is once again fed from the lake and the lead pipes have been mostly replaced. When somebody said mostly replaced, that means barely at all. I don't got time for this. I'm highly. <laughs> I knew what was going to come about with doing this story. It's not even. The state, the it's everybody know, everybody. It's the CDC. Y'all putting it, everything. I gotta literally go on the CDC website, pass all the other stuff they be talking about. There's always everywhere. Y'all know what I'm talking about. To even go in the little section on the website, see about any outbreaks with food. I gotta go on the website, see about some salmonella outbreaks. Y'all mean tell me y'all did report, which was in 2018, because I don't know what's the number now for 2021 or whatever, when the year went out, 535,000 children having lead in their blood. And you mean to tell me nobody ring the alarm? You going to get somebody a year probation, 300 Hours of community service and find $1,200. If that ain't no 
Whew. Y'all lucky it's Sunday. Trying to stay on the right side. With Jesus, I'm just trying to stay on the right path. Because the words that I want to use with the situation is astronomically too much. Okay? For that little amount of punishment. It's just three hours of commitment. Are you cool? Just go and slap on the wrist. You going back. Go on, go on get you something to eat. And you go lay down. Go on your mansion. Make a few phone calls. Start your business. Still get everything. Keep your livelihood. Ain't nothing wrong with your boy. You get to, you know, bathe and have a jacuzzi. All this extra stuff. It's ridiculous. It's a slapping people's face. It's degrading. It's disgusting, sickening. All type of words you can use in a dictionary. Put it to this situation right here because that's what it is. What is fed up in all languages? Because that's why I'm at. I just... I just don't understand. And as I keep looking at these pictures... Woo! As I keep looking at these pictures being shown, going through how the water look, the resin shown, it's just red, all of the rainbow in these bottles of water. You mean tell me for two, three years into the crisis, everybody kept saying it was safe. Okay, let me, four, eight years later, let me, I think it's still good. Oh, it's safe. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's safe. Oh, we barely removed it. We mostly replaced it. Oh, you can use it now. Even though your children is mentally, physically, their brains is messed up because of this. And you mean tell me you had the nerve to say involuntary manslaughter? You mean tell me this ain't criminal? You mean tell me this being fatal ain't no fatal charge? I don't understand. It's not adding up. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is what we at eight years later. You mean tell me. All you gonna give me is six hundred million dollars. Well, a hundred that's that's splitting up with the hundred thousand residents in Flint. That's not for each person. And just wanted to break that down to you if you didn't understand the math then of the situation. That ain't nothing when you split it. Ooh, I'm I'm high because Going through that, it's just what? You gave these these people, my people, diseases, messing with their brains, making their health fall out, making them sick. I don't understand what is the red. What the flag? Throw the flag! Throw the flag! Oh my gosh! Okay. And as we conclude this situation, as the federal infrastructure bill that President Biden has went through won't even address not only the water, it won't even address Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi, water crisis without help of state leaders. Not only, because yes, after that, them having to go get their water and them big gallons of containers when that winter weather storm happened down south in February 2021. 
Oh, yes, I messed up the water. And according to the Mississippi Today.org, leaders of Mississippi's largest and capital city say they need at least $1 billion to replace Jackson's failing water system, which left thousands of residents without water for weeks in March following an historic winter weather event. That was written on November 8, 2021, which was created by Amy Diaz, December 29, 2021. And the Flint Water Settlement Claims process to begin January 12, 2022. I, I know I kept y'all long on this, this episode, but I need y'all to know everything of why I'm hot, why I'm heated as I'm going through and giving y'all this information eight years later. And all I hear is BS. All I hear is excuses. All I hear is slap on the wrist. All I hear is... I didn't care then. Why should I care now? Don't pretend. Oh, my gosh. I don't understand it. Oh, it's, it's, it's a lie. This is all with, the, with these situations. It's not just Mississippi, not Flint, not just. It's all in every state, every city in this country and globally. Wow. I don't know, y'all. I really don't know. Charge never came like. And let's go into why we need to put our attention and why I'm here to talk about these things because it's a whole lot okay if you just put in flint michigan water crisis so many articles if you put in each state water crisis everybody seems like they got a crisis and ain't nobody doing know the crisis it's all let me do something so i can look like i'm working let me sign let me push this bill so i can seem like i'm doing something let me flex Pump my chest out because I'm doing something. You're not doing nothing. You're not doing... I don't see nothing being done. It's terrible. It's terrible. Not only is it terrible, it's even the Tonga Island with the volcano eruption that happened January 15th. 2022, when that happened this year, started messing with the water in the islands, lead and lead poisoning, all type of stuff. Now they have to do the same thing Flint, Michigan is doing. Getting bottles of water. Having oil spills in their oceans. It's... <sighs> 
I don't understand it. Just stay pray up. Don't overconsume all this because it is it is saddening. It is it feel like you helpless. It's like how you keep hope when all this going on, and then when you keep reading, it's still most stuff that's coming out not being coming out, not being pushed on on the news because again they're gonna push whatever they want to push. It's like it's sad. This is affecting people. Do. Diligent research. Go if you want to know something, go go do extensive research. Just like I said, the go do extensive research so I can know what foods to buy. Cause that's also get uh, contaminated every month, every year. And you didn't ate and now you people getting salmonella outbreaks because they didn't know about it. Please do your research because they don't care. You got, you got, you got to care about yourself more than they care about you, cause they don't. You got to be your own advocate. You got to be your own advocate for yourself and your people, whatever your community do. They. You can't expect nobody to do everything for you to give you the information. Then you got to go back behind what the information is being told to you, cause you can't really trust that. It's like it's a lie. Do not, do not expect it to just be thrown at your front door. Please don't. Don't expect them to look out for you. You got to look out for your people, yourself, your family. Broke my heart to hear this this family. When I was watching a video about Flint, Michigan, how this black family, the mama was even blaming herself. Blame herself that her baby's is delayed, mentally delayed due to this lead poison. She said, even though I know it's, I didn't contaminate my own world, I still feel like I'm some responsible for what was going on, what's happening to my baby. You should not be doing that to yourself. And that's sad. A lot of people are doing that. child listen this is a long one but it needed to be said just just do your research check your sources all that and and just you be your own advocate don't expect nobody else to be your own advocate because they gonna advocate they gonna they gonna leave you behind and, and carry the cake for themselves only because it's between you and them, they're going to put themselves first anyway and keep you just have you drown. Okay? So, that's all I'm going to say. Please check your water. Test it. Go behind because they don't care. Can't put your life in no man's hand. Put your life in Jesus' hand. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you for listening to the Simply Nikki Show. I hope you got it, everything. You learned something about what's going on in Flint, Michigan. Water crisis update episode. Thank you to everybody around the world that listened to me. I know y'all like where this girl been. But I had to do my research, you know. I got. I can't just be coming on this quality over quantity, people, okay? 
So, thank you for listening to Simply Nikki Show. Thank you for supporting me. Let me share my voice, my platform, our platform with the world. Y'all giving me a space to voice for the voiceless. Okay? It's my passion, my dream. Thank you for keep rocking with your girl. Stay tuned for more. And follow me on Instagram, Facebook at Nikki Podcast. That's N-I-C-K-I-E Podcast. And follow me on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts at Simply Nikki Podcast. Search it on Google. All on all po- podcasting platforms <laughs> as I get my words together. And stay tuned for more. Peace.